Hey everybody, this is Jason and you are listening to Tales from the Mouse House podcast. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Welcome to Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland podcast episode 106. For February 8th, 2015. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome. Thanks for joining us again. My voice sounds a little bit deeper than normal, doesn't it? It does. Like Barry White or like Darth Vader. Yeah, it's because you talk too much. If you only knew the power of the dark side. (laughs) Yeah, I lost my my voice a bit yesterday. uh, I got a chance to drive the train yesterday and... um, you know, part of it is, 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 you know, it's like a show, I guess, wouldn't you say? Yes. You have to, uh, you know, talk to the, to the guests, uh, the riders, the passengers, and, and I like to make a game out of it. You know, I try to infuse a little bit of Disneyland where I can, uh, especially on, on the train ride. And uh, sometimes I get a little bit too much into it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm I'm yelling, and we've got we've got music going. We play a lot of Disney uh, music, uh, you know, at the um, train station at the platform there. And uh, oh, by the way, get a lot of compliments on uh, Ragtime Robert stuff because I have quite a few songs by uh, Ragtime Robert that I play for everybody there, and everybody just loves it. So Ragtime, if you're listening, uh, hey, everybody loves your uh, your stuff. And I direct them over to your site, so hopefully you're seeing some sales there. I know. But yeah, so I I have to talk over the music, and um, yeah, so my voice got a little thrashed yesterday. Well, which it was is not, hot, too. And it was hot, too, and dry. Um, a lot hotter than I expected, so I think I got a little dehydrated. Yes. And uh, it's not something I can really afford to do, because I'm in the middle of a book right now. So I'm hoping to, you know, get this healed up by tomorrow. I hope so, too. Yeah. And me and Katie spent lots of time at the park yesterday, too. Yeah. And I actually got a... Well, <laughs> one side of my body got sunburned. Um, yeah. And I think it was because I carried her most of the day. <laughs> which, Not that Kate is at all spoiled. Yes. Kate is very spoiled. Yeah. So, yesterday they had like this... Um, well, they have an annual dog thing there. Yeah. Yeah. And for whatever reason, she was freaked out. Well, there's a lot of people. Yes, and she's just a little itty-bitty thing, so I guess with all the people around her. But mm. she didn't want to walk, so I carried her yeah. for three hours. Mm-hmm. She Not was freaked the entire out. entire time. Uh-huh. Yeah, she was freaked out. Mommy, uh, carry me, because, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm scared. I'm not lazy. I'm just scared. Yeah, yeah. I did make her walk part of the time, though. Well, that's good. That's good. Yes. Oh, and, and um... You know, we have, uh, there's, there's like baseball fields and soccer fields and stuff all over the place there. And, um, Joyce, Joyce had, uh, I gotta tell this story. It's funny. Okay. Uh, Joyce was sitting down watching, uh, lacrosse. Okay. They, they have little kids out there playing lacrosse. And, you know, I mean, if I can interrupt for a sure. second, they were 
little kids, like probably six or seven years old, all the way up to high school. It was a tournament. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Well, they were playing lacrosse, and you know, neither one of us are really familiar with what lacrosse is, but it's it's fairly popular out here. So Joyce asked um, asked a couple that were there. I guess their kid was involved in it. Well, initially I thought they were a couple, but then come to find yeah. out, the dad and the son were together, and then. The mom, the other mom, was just a lacrosse mom. Oh, but anyway, she asked what lacrosse was, and, and they told her it's it's kind of like a cross between hockey and soccer. So my question is, why don't they call it hockey? I mean, hawker. <laughs> uh, don't you think it should be called hawker? If it's hockey and soccer, it should be hawker. Yeah. Where does lacrosse come from? I have no idea. Weird. I really don't know. But they were explaining this to me. And I must have looked lost because the guy said, you should just Google it. And I'm like, okay, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah. In other words, just Google it. Stop bothering me. I'm trying to trying to be a, a sideline coach here and, and get mad at my kid for not playing as well as I think he should play. No, actually, both of them were very oh. supportive of their kids. And, and they were on break because it was a tournament. But, hmm. um, but the way they explained it to me was that it's got a little bit of hockey. And a little bit of soccer because you can't touch the ball with your hands. You have to put it in the paddle and then you have to hit it into the net like you would suck. Yeah, like I was running confused. it. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I, I was watching some of it as I was driving the train, but yeah, it's kind of funny. Yeah. But anyway, uh, speaking of yesterday, man, it was warm, unseasonably warm. I think it was like 10 degrees warmer than it's supposed to be this time of year. It's too warm too fast. I'm not liking it at all. Me neither. My allergies are bothering me. So are mine. And what did you find this morning that we shouldn't be seeing right now? You found something on the on the back patio. Yes, I was greeted this morning bright and early by a scorpion. Yeah. A little baby. Little baby knocking on the door. Hi, want to buy some scorpion scout cookies? <laughs> yes. So actually I saw it on my way back in from taking Kate out. It wasn't there when... When we went outside, but it was there when we came back in. Yeah, so I had to um, dispose of it. Yes, no hate mail. No hate mail, please. No, but it's too early for scorpions. I, I It's just too early for this heat, so I don't like it. Yeah, I don't either. So, oh, did you see, uh, uh, in case anybody hasn't seen it yet, but I'm sure most people have, over at um, Cars Land in Disney California Adventure, Luigi's Flying Tigers is, Tires is going bye-bye. Yes, that's very sad. We yeah. only got to write it twice. Wait, no, we wrote it. Yeah, I think maybe three times we wrote it. Yeah. Um, but I I know a lot of people didn't like it. A lot of people thought it was extremely boring. But I, I thought it was cute and I had a lot of fun on it. But Yeah, we didn't get to write it when they had the, the, beach the balls. balls. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but it's still fun. I thought it was fun. Yeah. Speaking of California Adventure, do you know what today is? Um, today is Sunday. Yes. So, 14 years ago today, <laughs> Disney California Adventure opened. Yahoo! So, February 8th, 2001. Happy anniversary, DCA. Everybody, it's- happy anniversary, happy <laughs> anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah, it's really grown a lot since it opened. It has. I, I miss it. I miss it. Yeah. So, speaking of that, <sighs> what... Did you like better when they had Sunshine Plaza or Carthay Circle? I like Carthay Circle. 
I, I like, do too. Yeah, I, I like the whole. I mean, I like Sunshine Plaza for the nostalgia, you know, of it being there. You know, my first visit. But I, I've got to say, I really like, uh, I really like the 1920s era um, you know, Hollywood. You know, that area in there like that. I love it. I think yeah. it's very, very homey. Yeah, and I like the new, um, the new entrance mm-hmm. to Disney California Adventure. But I will always miss the California letters. I don't understand why they why they still couldn't put the California letters back there. It's still California. I know. I think they wanted to give it a different theme. Yeah. I think they should have donated the the letters to us. We could have put them in our backyard. I know. They would have fit. They they our backyard is is kind of big, so it fit in our backyard. I think. That's right. Yeah. So we uh, we were um, surprised, honored, blessed. I guess. Uh, we received a, a, a review copy of Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Bad Day to you know to review. Um, I love that movie. It's, we we actually got to see a pre-screening of it uh, before it came out of the theaters, and um, I, I liked it then. And then as soon as I saw that it was available, you know, we got it, and uh, I'll be writing that review up pretty soon and, and posting that. But yeah, I, I we highly recommend that if you. If you really want to, you know, a good time, get that movie and um, watch it. And then you got to watch the bloopers because the bloopers are fun. Yeah, and it's family friendly. It is. It's very family friendly. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a Disney movie. Yeah. And the funny thing is, now this is just one, only one of the behind the scenes things that I will share. Um, kind of, it's not really a spoiler, but the kid who plays Alexander, Ed Oxenbold, I think is his name. He's actually Australian. I would never have known that by watching you. If you watch the movie, you would never know that he was Australian. No, I didn't know until we watched the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. But it comes out Tuesday, February 11th. Yeah. So look for a review the, and what a review. then go out and buy it. Yeah. And then go out and buy a copy and, and then let us know what you think. Well, that'd be fun. Wouldn't you think? Yes. Yeah. Well, on Facebook, we've got all of a sudden we've got like 338 likes on our Facebook, uh, Tales Facebook page. And we want to thank everybody and all the new, the new likes and uh, and all the people who have liked the page. Thank you. We really appreciate that. And uh, I think um, I, you've mentioned this before, but I think when we hit 500, what do you think about having some kind of cool contest? I think that's a good idea. I think it should be a big contest. Me too. Maybe I don't know, like a trip to Disneyland. Um. Yeah. For us, I mean, whoever you know, whoever our five hundredth is, that they they pay for us to go to Disneyland. Okay. So here's the thing. Right. So, in May starts the 60th anniversary celebration. So if we hit 500 likes by May, then we'll do something, some kind of giveaway for the 60th anniversary memorabilia. You know what else May marks? What's that? Our anniversary for the podcast. Oh, yeah. Six years. Well, we'll be starting our sixth year. We, we started the podcast in May of 2010. Wow. So 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, five wow. years. It's hard to believe. I know. And, we, you know, that's funny because when we first started the podcast, we were like, well, I, you know, maybe we have a few shows, but I can't imagine us doing very many more than that. What are we going to talk about? <laughs> now look at us. I know. Yeah. And speaking of talking, you like that segue? I do. Yeah. Uh, we uh, we chatted with our good friend Brian Dunn last week. Uh, so this this episode is going to be a bit different than than the uh, other episodes, but we're going to devote the entire episode to his interview. 
And he's got some pretty fun and interesting things to share with us. Now, if you remember, we um, we talked about Brian uh, a few weeks. A few was it last episode? I think it was last talk- episode. Yeah, yes. he's a he's a new convert to uh, to Disneyland. Um, so he's going to talk about that and a few other things. But we actually got to meet the Duns, Brian, Jamie, and uh, Jensen face to face last Saturday. It was so cool. They drove all the way out here from Fountain Hills, which is about an hour. Maybe hour and twenty minute drive, because uh, they wanted to take a few rides on the on the train that I was driving, but it rained. Yes, the rain held off until they got on the train and <laughs> it started pouring. Um, so they got about a half of a ride. We had to park the train in, in the um, in the tunnel because of the rain. But uh, but afterwards, um, we 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 went over to uh, the outlet mall. We caught up with them at the outlet mall. We had a nice chat. Uh, got to know them a little bit better, and yeah, they're great people. We're so we're so honored to have them as friends, and we're so glad that they're part of the Disney family now. Uh, but we're going to have the whole family on the podcast soon to talk about their experiences. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, uh, anything else you want to talk about before we get into the show? Um, baby Joel was three weeks old yesterday. Can you believe it? I know. I can't believe it's been three weeks. I know. And then Isaiah's going to be three on the 24th. I know. I just can't believe that at all. I know. So you guys remember when I announced that Isaiah was born and now he's getting ready to celebrate his third birthday. Yeah. So. It's crazy how time flies. I know it is. Time flies. Wow. That's a weird concept. (laughs) Time is a weird concept. Uh, We just watched Edge of Edge of Tomorrow, is that the name of it again? Yes. Yeah, Edge of Tomorrow again with Tom Cruise. <laughs> you have to see the movie to understand that. Um, I think I think Rick Moyer would Rick Moyer would love that movie. I think so too. Because he's kind of he's kind of a weird geeky guy like that, just yeah. like I am. There are very few movies that I can stay awake for, and I think I've stayed awake for that movie both times that yeah. we've watched it. Yeah. So I guess if you rate it on Joyce's scale of <laughs> nodding, yeah, your nap scale, yeah, <laughs> yes. a nap scale. Now, now on this scale, it would be different because if 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 you're rated a five napper, that means it's not very good. That I fell asleep within the first yeah. five minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this was a one napper for Joyce. Yes. No, no. I think we should just get on with the show. I think so. <laughs> well, like we teased on the last episode, we sat down. Well, virtually, of course, with our good friend Brian Dunn last week about a lot of things. And we chatted just a little bit. Brian, his wife Jamie, and their adorable almost two-year-old son Jensen competed in the recent Star Wars half-marathon races at Disneyland. And, well, you know, they left with a lot more than medals. (laughs) They have a newfound love for one of our favorite vacation destinations, Disneyland. So enjoy the interview. Woohoo! Well, we have a, a kind of a geeky special treat for you guys uh, now. We've got my good friend, Brian Dunn. Now, Brian lives in the exotic land of Fountain Hills, Ooh, way far away in, the, in an enchanted land. Now, Brian and I have known each other for quite a few years, right, Brian? Yeah, um, boy, five, six years at Yeah, least. something like that. We met on this, uh, on this geeky uh, sci-fi uh, uh, forum board that uh, I used to hang out on, and, and uh, Brian and I even recorded a few podcasts together for uh, for another podcast but yep. yeah we had a lot of good fun and um 
Now, I've always known that Brian is a cool guy because, you know, we share a lot of the same interests, but he became super cool quite recently. <laughs> and we'll when I, in, got, I, got, I got touched by the mouse. He got touched <laughs> by the mouse and, and not in a creepy way. Um, <laughs> no, no perfectly, perfectly, perfectly fine. Everything's all right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And, and we'll, we'll get into that fun stuff uh, in a little bit. But uh, the reason we asked Brian to come on the show is because uh, Brian, for anybody who knows him, is a serious runner. I mean, he's like Mr. Fit. If Captain Kirk had a super fit twin brother, it would be Brian. <laughs> like tease. You know, you know how to butter a guy up. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, no, Brian, without, the, without the toupee. Yeah, without yeah, without the toupee. Yeah, you're still young, so you. you know. Yeah, yeah that, that could be uh, that could be somewhere around the around the corner for you, right? <laughs> I'm 46. It's getting up there. Oh my gosh, you're yeah. like 40 years older than me. <laughs> Quiet, old man. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm older than both of you. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's right. By a few months, but she doesn't act it. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. No, not at all. Yeah. So, Brian, how long have you been into running? So, um, running and, um, triathlon has been a big part of my life, um, for years. Um, I, I started running exclusively back in, back when I was probably in my late twenties. Um, I ran cross country in high school though. And, uh, so I came from sort of running background. And then, uh, when my wife and I moved to Arizona, um, I got involved in triathlon at that point and started to compete at the Ironman triathlon, which is a swim bike run event and have done a number of marathons. I've done a number of 26.2 mile runs as part of the Ironman races that I've done. And, uh, it's just, it's something that my wife and I enjoy together. And, um, you know, she, uh, she sort of got into it by default because I was doing it and, uh, moving to Arizona from the Northeast really afforded us an opportunity to, to really enjoy the weather a lot more. And, uh, it increased the amount of training that we felt like we could do and wanted to do and be outside. And, uh, it's been, uh, it's been a very, very big part of our lives, uh, for the past decade or so. Very cool. Yeah. So you mentioned that, you know, you'd been to Hawaii, you've participated in Ironman. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure there's a lot of other exotic places that um, you visited as part of your, I don't want to call it a a hobby because it I'm is. sure there's no, a, it, it, it it's a, a way hobby. of life. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, it, it's just a, it's a, it's a hobby insofar as it's something that we do for recreation, for enjoyment. And it has the ancillary benefit of having, of having a health benefit. So, mm -hmm. but it is a hobby. Right. So what made you decide to to do the Star Wars half marathon <laughs> at Disneyland this year? I you know uh, Jamie and I actually initially I approached my wife and I should qualify this by saying that my wife Jamie is not a Star Wars fan. She is not a science fiction fan. She's 10 years younger than I am. She did not grow up watching any of this stuff. She thinks it's silly. However, and when our son Jensen was born, who's going to be two March, uh, on March 5th, when he was born, she was, just, she was just like, oh God, here it comes. Star Wars this, Star Trek that. You're going to make him into, into a total geek just like you. And, you know, it, it was cute. And then... Um, it was last year, Al, when they announced, obviously, Star Wars Episode Seven, and right. also they announced that they were going to do the Star Wars celebration at Anaheim, and having Disney having acquired Lucasfilm at that point, I was so, I was like, honey, 
I, we, I got to take Jens into this. This is going to be the ultimate Star Wars party. Come, it's going to happen six, seven months before the new film comes out. It's going to be just off the hook. She actually has friends that have gone to, who have gone to Star Wars celebrations before. So she knew what it was sort of all about. <laughs> and she, she acquiesced. She said, all right, all right, we'll plan a trip. Jensen will be almost two years old at that point. And so we, that was sort of it. We didn't really, we didn't book anything. We didn't look at the hotels where we wanted to stay. And it wasn't too long after that that I came across, uh, I don't know if it was a thread in, on, on a forum or on a Facebook post, um, but, or even on a podcast that I learned that Run Disney, um, and I was familiar with Run Disney because I'm, I, I, I should, have, for full disclosure, I'm a Disney investor and I'm a stockbroker and I own Disney stock for my clients. And so I knew what Run Disney was and I knew that Run Disney ran these, these running events at the various theme parks across the US, in the U.S., both Disney World and Land and in Paris and in Tokyo. And uh, I saw that they were going to have the inaugural Star Wars half marathon in January of this year couple months before celebration. And I, I, so all of a sudden now I went to Jamie and I said, hey, here's something we can all do together. I mean, she loves to run. I love to run. It's Star Wars themed. It's at Disneyland. We could take Jason and they have a hundred meters kid run that he can do. So it became a much more attractive event for us to do as a family, as opposed to going celebration later this, this May. Um, so I then started learning about how run Disney logistics work and how registration works. Cause I just figured you could just register. <laughs> and I was told, Oh no, 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 no. You need to be in front of your computer waiting on the day it opens at the very hour it opens and the moment it opens and get your registration in. Cause it will sell out in within five, 10 minutes. Right. And fortunately I, I appreciate that because the Ironman races are very much the same way. They sell out incredibly quickly. So and, you know, so I, I told Jamie, I was like, we both need to be on computers that morning. Um, I can't even recall. This was probably six months ago. And, uh, and sure enough, we, we registered. I, I registered for the half marathon. Jamie registered for the, t- for the 10K. They had an event called the Rebel Challenge, which was both events. And you get a special c- commemorative medal for doing both. And I actually was hoping that I could actually be competitive in that event. But we realized that we'd had no one to watch Jensen because the <laughs> events were on different days. Um, so we'd have to sort of split it. So Jamie did the, it was signed up for the 10 K I signed up for the half marathon. J- uh, Jensen signed up for the hundred meter kids run that they offered for kids <laughs> zero to three. Yeah. Which when we, t- when I tell you about that, that was a riot. That was so funny. So, but anyway, that's, so we got registered and, and uh, Jamie started researching places for us to stay. Um, and we decided that we wanted to have, a hotel room with a kitchen um, so that we can sort of feed Jensen at our own discretion and leisure and not have to be always running out to get yeah. food for him. That actually turned out to be a bad idea. We, we could have easily gotten away with staying someplace else. We stayed at the Homewood Suites on mm-hmm. Harbor and Chapman. Mm-hmm. And in retrospect, a little too far away from the park, for, um, in reg- especially in regards to using the, the shuttle bus service. And considering it was a holiday weekend, it was Martin Luther King Day, and they had the race going on, it was packed and the buses were, were slow to arrive and slow to, it, it wasn't a great idea. I, I think I'd rather say California, uh, what is it? California, California Cal- adventure. Yeah. No, Grand no, California. Yeah. The Grand California yeah. next time. Yeah. But Jamie, Jamie told me how expensive the rooms were, but it is, it seemed awful nice. And I think if we were to go back, we might consider doing it that way. Instead. Well, yeah. Maybe you should do the, uh, 
the vacation club. I heard you talking about that. On yeah. th- that's, uh, what is it? Uh, $3,000 a night? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, no, no. If you, no, the vacation club is, oh. uh, you know, it sounds like we're, we're doing an infomercial here, but it's, <laughs> yeah. it's a, it's like a vacation club. You know, you, you invest some money oh, I see. and you get rooms at the grand, you get really nice rooms with kitchens at I the grand you. Californian. I'd rather I'd rather invest my money in Disney stock, sell it, and take the profits, and <laughs> use it to get the room. There <laughs> you go, yeah. But anyway, uh, to answer your question, Joyce, that's how uh, that's how I found out about it, and that's how we sort of, as a family, decided to go off and do it. Very cool. Um, how did how did this race compare to other races? Um, I would I would say that this was probably the best run running event I've ever been to. Oh. And I would say that from a logistics standpoint, an athlete experience standpoint, um, it was ranked right up there with doing an Ironman World Championship race in Hawaii. It was so well run. And that's saying something because they move. I, I, I think there was 23,000 people registered for the, the various races over the course of the weekend. It's, it's a lot of people that they got to logistically get through the park, get to the starting lines and everything and get, get their gear and get their numbers and get their timing chips. But it was, it, was, it was flawless in its execution. And so I was very, very impressed with how Run Disney manages the event. So what did you get to see that was behind the scenes Disney? Oh, when for, and during the run itself? Yes. Yeah, the, it's, it's okay. So Jamie went first on Saturday morning for the 10K. The 10K was entirely within the confines of Disneyland and California Adventure. So they never had to leave the park. They run, ran through the park, through the back lots of the park, back through the front gate of the park, across the California Adventure, same deal, back to the finish line. So... The problem is the races start at 5.30 a.m. <laughs> so it's pitch black. And so the, the, all the running that I did and she did that they shuttled you out into the back lot areas, you couldn't really see anything. There are people and they, they made an effort to, to actually decorate it and have lights and have music and make it fun. And they did. But to be quite honest, I was so engaged in the race at that moment because it happened pretty early that you run through the park in the first five miles that, you know, every now, every now and I look up and I'd see like the California adventure, the cars world thing. And I was like, Oh, it looks like Sedona, you know? I mean, yeah, it does. Yeah. But unfortunately for me, and for Jamie, we were both actually racing the race to do as as good as we could, and my our heads were down, and we were doing our, doing the work. And so I, I regret not not being able. To, I can't. I wish I could tell you, you and your listeners, you know what it looks like back there. It just looks like an industrial park area. I mean, just it's just warehouses, and and that's it. There's really nothing back there. Yeah. Well, you were doing what you were supposed to be doing. You were concentrating yeah. on the race. Yeah, well. um, so how did you guys do? How how did you all do? Oh, Jamie did terrific. Jamie ran a 43 minute 10k, which put her eighth overall for all of the women in that race and second in her respective age group. Um, I, I, I had a broken knee and so I wasn't able to train quite as much heading into this, but I finished in an, uh, the half marathon in an hour 28 and that put me, I think 34th overall. And I was third in my age group of men, 46 to 49. Wow. So the, the nice thing is we'll, we'll, we will get an award that's going to be mailed to us from, di, from, di, from the race. Um, 
but there was a running joke going on because Jamie knew that, you know, I hadn't been able to run for two months during the fall because of my broken knee. And she was like, don't worry, honey, at least one of us would be able to get an award at the race. And she said, <laughs> she said, if you don't get one, you can always come and just look at mine. Cause she knows she knew how much I wanted a star Wars running race award. I wanted one. I didn't, it's not the, the medal's great. And I know people collect the medals and I think that's awesome that they go and they do these events for the medals. I want the, I want the age group awards. I want that. And if I didn't get one, it was going to kill me if I couldn't get one. And so, um, and and so anyway, it was was just the the morning of my race, I was very nervous. I was like, I got to go top three in my age group or I'm going to get nothing and I'm never going to hear the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) So your PR wasn't as important as ranking up there with Jamie, so that you could both bring home <laughs> my P, my PR is my PR for for a half marathon is an hour nineteen. I wow. was well off of it. I mean, I was I knew I wasn't going to be close, but and and if I had been that fit, I actually could have won my age group. But uh, yeah, I I was just concerned as I'm finishing that race, running up harbor back towards the park. You know, at mile twelve, mile thirty, a mile twelve, mile eleven of a half marathon, you're in an, a lot of abject pain. It's mm-hmm. very 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 uncomfortable when you're really going as hard as you can. And even if you're not, even if you're going as hard as you can and you're running a lot slower than I might be, you're, you're going through the exact same experience. It's a really horrible feeling. Your body just is screaming at you to stop and you can't. And all I could think of is, please don't let anyone else pass me. Because a couple of guys had gone by me. I didn't know how old they were. I was just, I just knew that there were guys ahead. There were still some guys behind. And I just was hoping that I was, I was, that enough younger guys were ahead of me that I'd be able to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it was nice, you know. And then the um, the kids run, the 100 meter kids run was was done Saturday after the 10k. So um, we we got we arrived on on Thursday. We we actually flew from Phoenix in a, you know 45 minute flight. Mm-hmm, yeah. And we we also rented a car just so we had a little extra mobility. And we you know it's L.A. You always feel like you need a car in L.A. Oh, yeah. But um, anyway, so we got to the part. We got to packet pickup and registration on Thursday afternoon, which was over at the. The, is it called the Disneyland Hotel, uh-huh. the, old, the old hotel, which was very cool, very Art Deco. It's kind of it's a neat. It was a neat facility, and so everything was there as far as the race expo, packet pickup, and all that. The merchandise store was there. Um, I actually really regret not buying some of the official event merchandise because there was some really nice technical wear with the Star Wars Disney half marathon or logo on it and everything. And uh, so um, we did that on Thursday, and then Friday we went to Disneyland and did the park. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and I, and again, you know, I had, I, I mentioned here before we started recording that I haven't been to a Disneyland or Disney world theme parks in over 30 years. When I was a kid, we used to go to Disney world all the time, but it's been, it's, it's been years and years and years since I've actually set, set foot in the park and I've never been to Disneyland. Our experience at Disneyland with a, with a not quite two year old, we were very, concerned. We were like, he's not going to get it. And what's he going to do? He's going to be too little for a lot of the rides. He's not going to want to wait online for stuff. But I have to say, number one, the facility in and of itself is absolutely immaculate and so incredibly well run. Not that I should be, should be surprised, especially after our experience at the packet pickup the day before. But people were so helpful and even though there were lines and even though it was incredibly crowded because it was a holiday weekend coming up and people for the race were there, we just had a great time. We were, we were there for maybe five, six hours. We actually, we were able to get, Jen, we took Jensen on It's a Small World and then we took him over to Toontown, which for anyone listening, if you've got a little kid, take him over that Toontown <laughs> thing in the back because it's got, 
it's got playgrounds and it's got Mickey's house where the kids can just walk around. It's, it, and there are no lines. You know, you, it's things you can just walk right into and, and enjoy. And he loved it. So that was a lot of fun for him. And uh, we actually got, we, we took him on that um, over by Tomorrowland with little rocket ships that go up and oh, down. The orbit, the, the yeah, astro that, orbiter. Yeah. yeah, that was the first thing we did as we walked into the park because it just wasn't a big line. But, uh, and he liked, he liked that. The problem with a little kid is, you, you know, you, you can't wait online with him and negotiate with him about, well, it's going to be good once we get there. So just relax. All he knows is that we're standing, we're not moving and it sucks. You know, he doesn't, <laughs> you can't tell him, no, no, this is the jungle cruise. It's going to be really good when we get there. You know, he's not, he's not, doesn't register that, but, um, but we still, we, we took him on the jungle cruise. We took him on all, a lot of rides and we just, we took him on the train um, that goes around the park yeah. and he had a great time. And we even got him to fall asleep in that tiki lounge when you walk oh, into the adventure. tiki room yeah the tiki room when the lights go out and the birds start doing their little act he just fell asleep between us on the bench and we were able to put him in the stroller and then jamie took him to main street did a little shopping on that friday and i went over and did star tours because i had to do star tours so yeah. and star tours was awesome yes and you know i i saw some of the jedi training academy thing with the kids but they were picking the kids and Jensen was getting restless because I kind of wanted him to see the kids doing it, but he wasn't sort of getting it. So I was like, oh, next time we come, we'll do that. Um, well, we have a, if, if you want to see what it looks like, we have a, we have a pretty good video on of the whole uh, thing. Uh, yeah. Of, of the whole thing on our YouTube. I'll uh, check it out. For yeah. Sure. And in fact, there was uh, an incident with Joyce and uh, one of the stormtroopers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He tried to stare her down and Uh-oh. yeah, yeah she, <laughs> he didn't uh, win though. He didn't win. No. <laughs> No. He is now. He is now, no longer a, a, a stormtrooper. No, it's definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it was. You know, I mean, we had a really very positive experience that first day, and then on Saturday after Jamie's run, it was Jensen's turn, and they they organized the kids for the, the kids run into three separate corrals in the park in that um, the Lilo or Stitch parking lot that's over there, uh-huh. and because the finish line was over on that that street there by by the Disneyland hotel. And they had the kid, they, they had all the kids with one parent walk around the building and then line up at, at a line a hundred meters before the, the official finish line for the races. And they let the kids go off in waves of five. So <laughs> each kid and parent could have their own moment as they ran down. And it was, it was great. It was so much fun. And uh, Jensen, you know, he, he loved it. Then he didn't love it and wanted me to pick him up. And then he put him back down and we'd run and then he'd, he'd cry again. I'd pick him up. But it was, it, we had a great time. It was, and they gave, him a, they gave him a little race number. They gave him a little race shirt that we got to keep. And they gave him a little medal at the end. It was just, it was great. We had a great time. And then another, to pay Disney another great compliment, that after he was done, you know, it's, I don't know, 10, 30, 11. We have our two-day ticket we, that we need to use. And we're like, do we go back to the hotel, which would take 30 minutes to get back there, then come back, let him nap, come back again. We're like, you know what, just, let's just stay here and stay in the park. So, we went into Disneyland again. We did not go to Cal- we think about California Adventure, but we had so much fun at Disneyland. We wanted to do it again, and we had no diapers. We had one. Oh, and Jamie's like, "This, you think they have something here yeah. that we can?" Oh boy, did they ever! We so we walked down Main Street USA and make that right at before the the um 
like this, that circle area there. And they have that babies the and child, the, the, ch- right, the hub, the ba- well, they have a childcare center. Yeah. So you literally, I mean, you walk in and there's a woman in dressed up in 1800s period garb in this absolutely charming little room. And she's like, I can help you. And we're like, we need, do you sell diapers? She's like, you bet a dollar a piece. So we bought some diapers and, and they had the like, little rooms that moms could take the kids into to feed them or to calm them down or to let them nap. I mean, it was, they thought of everything. I was like, wow, that was, that was a really nice, that was a really nice experience to have. And it just made us feel really good about being there. So we spent Saturday there as well and, um, and did some of the things we had done before. We, that's the day we did the Jungle Cruise and we did the Peter Pan ride because the Jungle Cruise broke down. Oh, I've never seen that. It broke, it broke down when we were at the Elephant Pool. So they had to back <laughs> us up and then they gave us a free, a free jump the line pass for yeah. another ride. So I took him to Peter Pan because that line was crazy long. Mm-hmm. And, it's always crazy. And the, the ride's like 30 seconds. It's so short. I forgot it was so short because yeah. I'm used to the one in Disney World. I don't know if the one in Disney World's longer, but we got on. And the, the, the gal at the, who was letting us in, she said, keep the ticket. You can do, go to another ride. So that was really sweet of her. So we did the ride and then went back and did the Jungle Cruise again because we could cut the line. So we just got right on the boat and we were able to do it. So Jensen to get, get frustrated with that. And then I had to get up. I had to get up Sunday morning for my event, for my race, and I took the shuttle bus in. You know, did my race at five thirty, and then our, our intention was to go to California Adventure that day, just buy a one day ticket for the three of us. But Al Joyce, it was so crowded. I was like, <laughs> for, don't even bother. We'll, we'll never get to do anything. It's just there were so many people there. It was ridiculous. So we went to um, we went to the beach actually. <laughs> oh, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. yeah. And that was that was our trip. It was we had a great time. So, do you think that more runs are in Jensen's future? Oh yeah, I mean, I'll I'll go back. I would go back and do this thing every year. It's certainly as a as a running event. It's a premium product. It's a two hundred and fifty dollar half marathon. That's a lot for a half marathon. I mean, usually a hundred bucks maybe um, for a half marathon. Not even. So it's a it's an expensive event. The accommodation situation, you know, depending on how you do it, can be also very expensive. And getting into the park is certainly is not included in the cost of your of your admission to the race. So, mm. but yeah, I, I would do it. I would do it every year. I mean, it's, it was really really fun. And I think as Jensen gets older, regardless, I, and Jamie said, you know, I'd like to come to Disney on a during the week, you know, when no one's here, and and be able to have a little bit more flexibility. And so we we certainly are going to definitely do that. And uh, but but we'd also would definitely go back and do maybe like their their wine and dine run oh, event. Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. So. Yeah, we're definitely up for it. Yeah, well, yeah, well I, I, go ahead, a, Joyce. A little tip for you: um, on Saturday after you, I mean, on Sunday after you ran your race, I'm not sure what time it was over, but um, just something to remember for next time: if you don't want to go to the park for a full day, they sell like if you're doing a convention or something like that, uh-huh. they sell tickets for like after four o'clock, and oh. they're discounted. Okay. Um, so if you want more information on that, I can get it for you. Yeah, no, I, I definitely would. I mean, I, I I had a feeling that was the case. Jamie was the race. My race ended early. I mean, I was done. I was done by eight. I mean, it's five thirty, six thirty. So I was done by seven. So I called her and and she, and I went and got breakfast with some friends who had also done the race. Um, in the what do they call the little the the area right outside the park gates with all the stores? Downtown Disney. Downtown Disney. So I went and got breakfast with them. And Jamie got in the car with Jensen, 
literally sat in traffic out on harbor trying to get to the park for almost 45 minutes. Wasn't even getting close to the parking garage. I went to the parking garage to meet her. There were, it was just a mob scene. And that's when we sort of pulled the plug and said, I just don't, she was like, should I go home and get on the shuttle? And I'm like, just no, don't even bother. This is crazy. I actually, I actually ran back towards the hotel and then she came and picked me up farther down Harbor where the traffic wasn't so bad. Yeah. Yeah. I wish we would have talked to you before. I'm sure that, the Toy Story parking lot was busy, but it's not nearly as busy as Mickey and Friends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what she, we were. It was we were parked at. We were in Donald Duck the first day. That's that's where <laughs> she was headed. So, um, yeah, yeah. It was it was really crowded. But again, you know, our I'm just I was just amazed at how much fun it was with a child Jensen's age because I was really pessimistic that it was going to be sort of worthwhile but it really was you know disney that's that's one one of the things that disney disneyland i I, i've never been to disney world so i i can only speak for disneyland is good at they a a lot of people feel that way you know well i've got a little kid so i'm gonna wait until they're you know 12 before i take them but don't wait because there there's a lot of stuff for them to do there Uh, in fact um brian um if you haven't already checked it out, we have a friend. Her name is Lisa Robertson. She uh, she does the Babes in Disneyland blog, uh-huh. and um, it's all about taking your kids to Disney. And uh, I think it would be a oh, great thing for oh, you to look oh, into. Oh, that kind of babes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking that sounds a little risque, Al. Okay, I'll check it out. Babes in Disneyland. <laughs> she actually wrote it. She wrote I'm a book. I'm laughing yeah. because. When she first introduced herself to us, that's kind of what we thought too. Yeah, yeah. When she, uh, it was years ago. Um, <laughs> she introduced herself to Joyce, you know, and and they had talked about her coming on the show, and I, and I said, "Babes in Disneyland? Is that what we really want to be promoting?" <laughs> but yeah, no, it's that's not that kind. Of I just thing. I just found her on Facebook. Actually, I'm looking yeah. at pictures of her and a kid at Disney. Yeah. Oh, and I mean, in, I mean, Disney had a petting zoo over yeah. in Adventureland. You yep. know, I had no idea, and that was that was a great little over thing over in Frontierland. Yeah. yeah. And then as you keep walking around, past around Frontierland, heading back towards towards Toontown or whatever, there was a, a there's a show that they do, um, a stage show. Um, I can't remember the name of it, but we just wandered by and they were just about to start. So we went, when it went down to the stadium seating and it was like 25 minute show of singing and dancing and he loved it. Mm. Jensen had a great time watching that. Yeah. They have all kinds of stuff like that. Um, yeah. so how did, how did Jensen react to Disneyland? I mean, overall, I think I, again, it, I, he, for him, the experience was really just little the little things that he played he he went up and down on on a slide a thousand times in toontown he walked through mickey's house and sat on the chair and then actually met mickey Mm -hmm. and he in that studio he has that studio thing in the back where you can take a photograph with him um so again he loved to just run around and and you know and and look at all the other kids and um you know i think it was just very engaging and and he I think it's a great day for him. It's very stimulative. I mean, at, at this age, you, they're just like sponges and you just throw stimulus at them. And Disney provided us with an environment that we felt was was safe and it was fun. And it it had a lot of really positive things that he could sort of engage in. And he, he's, he was very much engaged with it. Very cool. Yeah, so what I, was your favorite attraction? Star Tours. Of course. <laughs> I, wanted, I wanted to ride it. I, 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 I was riding it, and halfway through the ride, I literally turned to the guy next to me, and I said, this is awesome! Because <laughs> he, was, he, was, he, he was in line ahead of me, and he was also just by himself. And so, I mean, I don't know if he had family that didn't want to go on it, but he did, and he and I ended up sitting next to each other in the back, and 
halfway through, I just looked at him. I was like, dude, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and he laughed. It was really, really cool. But uh, and I, I, my biggest regret is I couldn't ride Space Mountain or Big Thunder oh. Mountain because I rode those as a kid constantly. And I was curious to see, you know, I know Big Thunder Mountain is probably the same as Disney World. I guess Space Mountain is too. Um, but I love Space Mountain. It's my all-time Whoa. favorite ride. Yeah, Space uh, Space Mountain is really cool. And we didn't, I didn't, didn't oh, we didn't get, we walked through, they have a new exhibit. Um, what's the, it's the building that's right next to Space Mountain or near Space Mountain. Innovations. It, yes. And on the second floor, they have a whole Marvel mm-hmm. superhero thing going on. That was very cool. And so we, we went up and checked that out. And, uh, but Jensen also, like I, like I mentioned to you the other day on Facebook that when you said you, you drive that train, Jensen loves trains. So <laughs> we threw him on the, uh, the, the Disney railroad and rode around and he loved it. He loved being on the railroad car and, uh, we take him to the Scottsdale rail park oh, all yeah. the time yeah, yeah he loves he loves we got to bring him out to uh, your train oh yeah I'll, I'll be there if it doesn't rain i'll be there saturday yeah so um the train next time you guys go yeah um you have to i think i don't know if there's any age restrictions but you have to take him on the tender ride i don't when you guys were there i don't know if you saw my post but it's like make sure that you Check into going on the Tinder ride, and I said, you know, let me know if you get this, and I'll give you more what information. Is, what is it? What is a Tinder ride? That's where you get to ride up front with the engineer. Right, you get to ride uh, on the Tinder car, um, okay. right behind the engineer. We we've got a video of that as well. Okay, <laughs> on our on our YouTube, but yeah, and that was probably now we've ridden that train hundreds of times. I love that train, but that was probably the best ride ever. Really? Because you get to talk to the engineer and the fireman. And they know a lot of stuff about, uh, you know, about Disney history. Yeah. And uh, uh-huh. yeah. the, the one that we were with, um, I think it was the engineer, he, he, he was just telling us all kinds of stuff, you know, how Walt Disney used to actually drive that train that we oh, were on. That's so cool. Well, it's funny you mentioned um, Walt Disney because um, Al, thank you again for the um, audiobook yeah. that on on Disney that I just had the I was just listening to that you narrated, and it was I as soon as I got home I started going online and I started looking at the construction of the park. I was sort of interested to see how the it all came together, and then I saw the orange photos of the orange mm-hmm. grove that he bought, and then how the construction all came about. It was just fascinating to see how it all sort of came together, and. Uh, um, and, and some, and some of the things that are still there, that's, you know, there's still part of like maybe main street really hasn't changed the castle, obviously Cinderella's castle hasn't changed that much. I mean, some of the attractions certainly, but it was just interesting to see. And, and then the 1960s when they brought, it's a small world in, cause that was, that was from the world's fair. I didn't right, realize right. that that was from, it was a world's fair attraction. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, uh, I can see, I can see, you know, their, their, their tagline. It's a, you know, the most magical place on earth. It was, it was super special. Really was. <laughs> yes. So I know that, you know, this was your first visit as a family. So what was your favorite memory with your first visit with Jensen? Oh, him and I doing that little run together. <laughs> it was so, it was just so much fun. And one of our, one of our friends took a, a, a photograph that it's just, it's just precious. I mean, it's, it's me bending over, sort of shuffling along, holding his hand. He's looking up at me with the finish line down the way. And it, it was just really, really, really special and a really fun thing. Jamie was crying as we went by. Oh. Yeah, it was, it was super cute. And then I think, I'd say w- uh, being in the park, there was just a moment where he, I was holding him in line for the Jungle Cruise and he just fell asleep on my shoulder. And it was just, it was just really sweet. And everyone around us was like, oh, he's so cute. <laughs> yeah, I think my 
favorite picture of him was when he just looked so mesmerized by It's a Small World. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was like, if to me, that picture just said, if anyone is talking to him, he's not going to hear you because mm. he's just so focused on everything that's going around and so much stimulus. And uh, he, he, he absolutely loved It's a Small World. We, we took him on both days because we knew how much he liked it. And, you know, if you, if, you get, if you get there kind of early, there's never a line there. It's right. really, you, you can get in there. And they're real efficient about moving people through that thing. And, uh, and you get a lot of ride. It's a lot of ride for, for, wait, for no line. You know, you're on that boat for a couple, I mean, five minutes at least, maybe more, right? Seven minutes? Mm-hmm. No, I think the ride is, yeah, I think the ride is, Close I'm to eleven sure minutes long. Is it that? Yeah. yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not surprised. It's uh, you get a lot. It's a lot of bang for the buck, and for a little kid, you know, yeah, the song can, can, can get stuck in their head, <laughs> but it's it's really sweet, and it's you know, it's it's a nice sentiment, and even though he doesn't understand it, and uh, but it is a, that was a nice ride from. He really enjoyed that a lot. Very cool. So, how long before you guys buy annual passes? I know. You know, I swear. I mean, if if, if we can see our way clear with with Jamie's new job and her, she has she has a. a, a fair amount of vacation i think she has over four maybe five weeks a year but we can't do anything for six months so um you know but and maybe not next year but certainly within the next couple years that would definitely be something i consider because i inquired as to how much it is and oh my god it's so cheap it is compared to what you and i'm so glad to hear you say that because compared to compared with what you get it's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah, I mean, if, if if you live close enough to get there relatively easy and can see your way clear to going two or three times a year, that's the way to do it. I it mean, is. you know, it, it it I guess I mean it was you know it's almost a hundred bucks a ticket for yeah. the day to get into to get into the park. So yeah, it, that that I was amazed at how inexpensive that was. Yeah, and plus you get all kind you get discounts galore, right? With those uh, with those passes, you get discounts on food on on. A lot of product in the park, and it's just it is a great, great thing, and parking oh, let, too. Let me pay them. A, let me pay them another compliment in regards to food. I was I was <laughs> not thinking that I would have a lot of particularly oh. healthy options because I mean, well, you guys are always talking about corn. Kenny's always talking about corn oh, dogs. Oh yeah, because like, I'm addicted to that corn. I know, dog. and I'm like, I'm like, oh god, I hope you can find something that you know that that maybe will we'll feel like it's a little bit healthy. And sure <laughs> enough, that there the restaurant at the. Um, at the end of Main Street, on the on the left, as you're heading towards the castle, they had they had some great salads and everything. So I was very impressed with with the food that we were able to get. You know, even even being in the park, and it wasn't even it was it was it pricey. Yeah, was it ridiculous? No, it was it was fine. It wasn't a big deal. And obviously, we easily could have walked out into the. Um, um, oh, Joyce, I'm sorry. What'd you call it again? The Disney uh, downtown. Downtown. Disney. downtown. Mm-hmm. You could, we could easily have walked out there, and there's a, there's a ton of terrific restaurants out there. But I was very impressed with the quality of the food that I was able to find in the park. Oh yeah, we got, we we got ice cream. Did you? <laughs> I got ice cream. I you know how Dole Whip. Right? Do you know how long it's been since I've had an ice cream cone? Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, it's been a long. <laughs> and guess what? They're just as good. <laughs> they are. Where did you get? The, did you get the ice cream from uh, the, the Dole parlor? Whip? No, the parlor oh, on Main Street. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah, that's good stuff. It was awesome. It was really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a great place. I mean, uh, Joyce and I haven't been there for a little too long. Uh, we're hoping to get there this year. So, uh, yeah. When's the last time you guys were there? 2012, October. Okay. okay. Yes. Yeah. It, I can, I can, I, 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 I literally, when we, we were flying home, I'm on the airplane and I just like, 
I'm thinking, I was thinking about you guys and I'm thinking about your podcast. And I, you know, having known Al all this time, I've known you guys have done this podcast. I've never had occasion to listen because I just, I was like, well, it's Disney. I mean, I have no particular interest in Disney. All of a sudden I was like, oh my God, I am so interested in Disney. <laughs> I am so, I am so engaged in this place all of a sudden. And I, and I guess that's, that's part of the appeal. And, and, and since then I actually have, um, I've, I got my haircut the other day at a Supercuts in Scottsdale, and the girl cut my hair. She's like, "Oh yeah, we're going away this week," and I was like, "Oh, where are you going?" She's like, "Disneyland." I was like, "Oh my god, we were just there," <laughs> and she's she's one of these people that goes all the time with her kids, and. I'm like, God, there's a whole it's it, it's it's like Star Wars fans. Yeah. It's like you know, it's our Star Trek fans or or our triathletes. It, it's like this whole like subculture that you that if you don't scratch the surface, you'll never know it's there. But then when you get engaged or involved in the community, all of a sudden it's it they're everywhere. And you're like, oh my God, all these people that I knew that are into this and I I never knew. And now I know. And now I feel like I'm part of it. <laughs> <laughs> you are welcome to the club. Like I yeah. said, welcome to the club. We don't I'm have a cookies. Yeah, you're a musketeer. <laughs> yeah. We don't know, have cookies, we... but we do have corn dogs. There you go. I know mm-hmm. I, I gotta get one next time. They did look good. <laughs> oh they are. <laughs> when we read your post on Facebook when you came back, I don't know who was more excited. If you were more excited or if we were more excited that... I know. That was so cool. The post was, uh, I'm officially a Disney fanboy. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and I take my fanboying seriously. Yes, he does. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> We've been in several debates about certain things. <laughs> Gotta be passionate about your fandom. You do. If you can't yeah. be passionate about your fanboyism, then uh, yeah. what good is it, right? Yeah, it was. but it was great. I mean, it was... It was, you know, again, and we learned, we learned, I feel like we went from being complete and utter newbies to within two days going, okay, here's how the thing, here's how the park works. Here's how that fast pass system works. Here's the mistakes we've made about where we're staying. Here's the, how the logistics work. The logistics really are a lot easier if you stay a lot closer or stay within the confines of the park. Mm-hmm. It's probably, it, it's probably, if, if it's, if it's something you can afford, it's probably worth spending the extra money because you can really, it's efficient. You can, you don't have to rent a car at that point. Everything was there. We didn't need the kitchen. Um, so yeah, we learned we learned so much in just that those three days being there. Yeah, and we've talked about this on um, previous episodes of the podcast. Um, but since you're new and it's been a while since you've been to any of the Disney resorts, um, if there's ever a ride that you and Jamie both want to ride, and Jensen's not old enough, he doesn't meet the requirements. Most of the rides have a a switch rider. I think that's what it's called. Uh-huh. And so you just go to the cast member um, that's there at the ride, um, in the ride queue, and you just tell them that you want to switch. So then you both get in line together. Oh, one of you gets on, and then um, when the other one gets off, you know, you just switch. So right. you take Jensen, and then you don't have to wait in line twice. Oh, I wish I knew that because I, I, I was dying to go do the Indiana Jones ride. Oh. And we that. had and we had the fast that we had the pass that the gal had given us for the bro- the broken down Jungle Cruise and that the Peter Pan lady didn't take from me. She said I could keep it. So we go back and then he was too little. And I and if I'd known that, well, I don't I, if I'd known if I'd known that, I wonder. Well, I didn't want to do the ride without Jamie. And, I know it, it was kind of I didn't want to leave them standing there and be like, okay, I'm off by because it was mm-hmm. I wanted to share the ride with them because it was a free pass. So I don't want to blow it just on myself. Oh, but, yeah. uh, but now that, now that I know that that's, that's helpful. If there's is something that we wanted to do with him and he was. Yeah. Well, see, that's why you always got to take somebody with you. So grandma, 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's the one, my mom is the one who took me to Disney World every spring break in the, the probably starting in around 76, 77. My grandparents owned a, a home in Tavares, Florida, which is about 45 minutes from um, Kissimmee and where the park was. And uh, we literally would go every year. And I'd say from 77 to like 81, 82, we were there. And I was there when Epcot opened that first year. It was, uh, that was when they really started to expand the park. And uh, Disney World is big. I mean, mm-hmm. the Magic Kingdom is big. I mean, I was, I was really happy with the, what I felt was the manageable size of Disneyland. It didn't feel overwhelming. It did at first, but then I was like, oh, wait a minute. It ends here. It ends over there. It ends back there. Here are the part. Here are the various um, areas and everything in the themes. I get it. Now I can negotiate it and manage it, and it seems a lot more manageable in that respect. Yeah, it's more homey. I, I like I said, I've never been to Disney World, uh, and and my my intention is to go sometime. But I will always love Disneyland yeah. more. It's charming. It really it is. is. Yeah, and it's it's the park that Walt himself walked through. Yeah, that is cool. Especially made made even more cool after listening to that audiobook that you did. And <laughs> it was really it was an interesting I and there are so many things about about him that I didn't know about and um about how he uh, growing up and how he sort of got into animation and who he worked with and it was just, it was really, really good. I really enjoyed that. Thank you again for it. Well, you're welcome and thank you for the great review, by the way. Absolutely. <laughs> so we're gonna have to introduce you to the hidden Mickeys. Yeah, sometime. you know, you know, I I I, I I've heard you mention them. I think I don't. I don't recall in what context, but I do remember you. You were the first person to maybe mention those to me. And I, when we were there, I was like, oh, "I got." There's a game you play here where you find little Mickey Mouse's that they put all over the park and crazy things. So I'm definitely up for uh, for a game of Hidden Mickey. I, oh, you, got, yeah? you have to tell. You have to give me the ins and outs on that. Will do. So Joyce, anything else you want to ask Brian about? Any burning questions? <laughs> Oh, I could talk about Disney forever, but me too. <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> I haven't shut up since you guys got me on here. <laughs> yeah. well, that's good, though. That's what we want. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good podcast filler. You are. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So next time we'll have to have Jensen come on just to say, mm-hmm. I don't know, Hiya, pal, something <laughs> yeah. because it would just be so cute. I know. I know. He's he's, he's he's starting to babble more and we got oh and we got we obviously got him a little Mickey doll. So he has a Mickey doll in his crib now officially. So he's officially a little a little a little Mickey fan. Very cool. Did he get his first Mickey ears? We didn't get him ears. Oh my gosh, they had the cutest little R2D2 dome ears yeah. at the uh I wanted to get him some but Kenny he, has that. Kenny has a pair of those. Yeah, they're awesome. And Probably uh, kids went too. Oh, uh, yeah. I know they're great. I mean, I I wanted a pair but I didn't we didn't we didn't I didn't buy them right then and there. I put them on his head and he sort of he sort of looked at them and then took them off. But um, next time for sure, I'll definitely get him some ears. Now, I want some ears too now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got a lot. We've got a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we've got tons and tons of them. Yeah. Well, it's it's been a pleasure. And I am so glad that you're part of the club now. And we definitely want you guys back. We want you and, and Jamie and Jensen on the show oh, for sometime. Sure. Yeah. Jamie would Jamie was Jamie would have loved, would have loved to, to do this, but because of her new job, she right. just it's been tough this week. But um yeah, for sure. I mean any if you have any anything you ever want to talk to us about it and uh, or if, if you want to get her perspective as a mom and what her thoughts were as someone especially her thoughts as someone who had zero. I mean, 
I at least grew up with Disney and had had that experience. She had none of that. She never watched the, you know, she she does she likes the movie. She likes cars, she likes Toy Story. Um and certainly on the, the Star Wars part of it was something that was completely alien to her. But now she's kind of, and now she sort of enjoys it. She's kind of into it. She thinks it's cute that Jensen knows who R2 is or, you know, and he, now he knows who Mickey is. And uh, so, yeah, she was, she was probably more skeptical than I was going into this vacation, this trip. And she certainly came out feeling just as positively as I am. And uh, mm-hmm. I'll, yeah, if, if we can at some point get her on the show too, I'm sure she'd love to talk to you guys. Doesn't that sound familiar, Joyce? <laughs> That's our story. Guys, is yeah. it really? <laughs> yeah. Except it was the other way around uh, all the way, you know, all the way driving to Disney for the very first time we, we actually drove uh in 2007 joyce was so excited about it and and i was like a big deal it's an amusement park so what right and then look where we're at now yeah. <laughs> I know. tales from the mouse house right. <laughs> yeah. yeah well brian on behalf of the entire disneyland community we welcome you and it's it's wonderful to have somebody like you now i've got somebody to talk geeky stuff to and disney stuff to and i love oh, it oh you bet you bet i i can't wait to continue to listen to the podcast i'm, I'm actually going back and loading up o- older shows onto my ipod so when i go for my run and my bikes i can listen to them <laughs> and uh it's it's great it's 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 a great experience and uh it, i'm i'm just thrilled to be able to share it with you guys yeah well you're welcome back anytime thank you so much alan choice i appreciate it Well, that's episode 106 wrapped up in a family of new Disneyland lovers. Hey, if you have any interesting Disney stories, we want to hear about them. You can send those to us at talespodcast at cox.net. And have you checked out our sponsor, Randy Crane, for Mouse Ear Vacations? Uh Uh-huh. You really should, especially if you're thinking about taking a vacation. Now, Randy's a great guy and loves Disney as much as we do. So, if you're looking for an honest travel agent who can get you the best deal on just about any vacation, give Randy a shout. And you can find Randy at www.randyc-mouseearvacations.com. You can also read about him on our sponsor page at www.talescast.com. And don't forget to check out... Oh, heck. Subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash talespodcast. We post all kinds of fun videos there, and you don't want to miss them. And be sure to follow us on Twitter for any cool updates or announcements. You can find us at Tales Podcast. And did you know that we have a Facebook page? We do? We sure do. Just go to Facebook, search for Tales from the Mouse House Podcast, and be sure to like us while you're there. And if you'd like to submit a review of a Disney movie or maybe an attraction or restaurant... We want to hear about them. And please, how about hopping over to iTunes and leave some feedback and ratings for the show. Your positive feedback and ratings, five stars, would help push the show up in the ratings. So, if you like the podcast, why not tell everyone so they can like it too? That would help the show be found easier. As always, if you'd like to send us a comment or just say, Hiya, pal! You can send us an email to tellspodcast at cox.net. Leave us voicemail on the hotline at 304-TALES23. Send us a tweet or message on Facebook, or just think happy thoughts our way. This podcast is copyright 2015 by Storyteller Audio Productions. All Disneyland music and related materials 
remain the property and copyright of the Disney Company. Thanks for tuning in and welcoming us into your home. And remember, make, make it, it a, a Mickey, Mickey Day. day. <laughs>